Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome, everybody. This is Dr. Lawrence Tam. And I'm Dr. Damian Kristoff. And I'm Dr. Brett Hill. And we're the Wellness Guys. Welcome to our first official Wellness Guys podcast. We're very, very excited. I'm excited. How about you guys? Mate, I'm so excited. I'm actually excited that it's official. It's official. Because we've had so many unofficial podcasts that, uh, you know, putting together these, it's, it's inspiring. It's good. I'm looking forward to it. You know, bringing real high quality information to the public um, from you know, quality minds, I reckon. Yeah, I'm really excited. This is going to be so much fun. And uh, it's so cool to have such, you know, a couple of cool guys here to do it with. Because um, you guys, I know, have got so much good stuff to share. I can't wait to see what comes out of it. Well, we've been blown away with uh, all the content we've been sharing over the last few years and in, uh, in various formats. We thought we decided together and said, what, why don't we put together a, uh, a podcast, so that weekly podcast, so we can actually disseminate this information to really transform the world. And so we got together and we brainstormed and we got some great ideas coming up with the three of us. And uh, let's, let's give us a taste of uh, what everybody's about and who we are so that people can know, you know what the Wellness Guys is about. Let's start off with you, Damien. Who's, who's Damien Christoph? Oh, yeah, you know, he's just this kind of kooky, wacky, crazy naturopath kind of guy. <laughs> no, nah, really. No, nah, look, I'm a, I'm a naturopath. I'm a chiropractor. Um, I'm a wellness expert in the sense that I communicate uh, concepts within wellness uh, all the time in both the public arena uh, and the, I suppose the, the corporate and private arenas. You know, I do a lot of corporate engagements and speaking. Um, I present seminars on food and nutrition and uh, stress and anxiety. And uh, I have a TV show, the TV show which is aired in 136 countries around the world teaching people how to eat well. Um, using just basic principles of, you know, good food and nutrition. You know, really, you know, you can't beat the good old nuts and bolts of food and nutrition to bring about great health. And uh, and that's part of my long-term wellness vision for people is that they just eat really well and eat good food and have access to great food. Uh, I'm a family guy. I'm, I'm very happily married. I have a very healthy 10-year-old boy. Um, I practice part-time. I have a cereal company. Uh, I work with you handsome fellas all the time and, uh, you know, my life's, I'm blessed. My life's fantastic. Um, I couldn't ask for anything else. I get to take holidays whenever I want and, um, you know, I'm happy. I live the wellness dream, I think. I, I enjoy it. Yeah, and uh, I'm a, I guess I'm a wellness expert and chiropractor. Um, so my, my formal training is as a chiropractor. Um, but pretty much everything I've been doing since I got out of school has been around around wellness, around you know diet and exercise and nutrition and positive thinking. Um, and really, what I'm passionate about is you know I learn you know I spend all my time. If you ask my wife, I probably spend too much time researching and learning all this kind of stuff. And um, I'm really passionate about just communicating it with people because I reckon as chiropractors we have access to all this fantastic stuff, whether it's you know whether it's you two guys or other seminars we go to and um, you know, reading research papers and all that sort of stuff. And there's just brilliant information out there. Um, and I reckon far too often it doesn't get from there to the public. You know, the public just aren't aware of what's going on. So I'm really passionate about taking all of that stuff, making it into a really simple, easily accessible form so that the public can be aware of what's going on so that they can make informed choices and make better choices. Um, so, you know, I've been doing that over the last... Uh, four or five years probably through my website, drbretthill.com. Um, 
and you know getting out there in the media i do a lot of work on radio um on tv in newspapers and magazines just trying to to get that message out there um and i've got a book which is coming out real soon uh, called how to eat an elephant which is then all about just kind of chunking it down into small bite-sized pieces uh once again make it really easy really accessible for people to start not just getting that information but using it you know making it really accessible and usable so uh, so that's where i'm at a soon to be bestseller i'm sure Absolutely, number one, number one in the uh, in the in the world of health books, Lawrence. A lot of people know about you. Um, they've heard about you, and um, and certainly within the professional circles that we mix in, you're world class and well renowned for the messages that you speak and preach about. Yeah, um, tell us a bit about you. What are you going to? Well, well, my name is Dr. Lawrence Tam. Obviously, I'm you know wellness expert and a chiropractor and a background in. Tr- in terms of my profession, but, uh, you know, I'm really known as more a family guy. I'm really proud to be a, 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 a proud husband first and, and a father of two. Um, you know, Brett, we all have families. Brett also hasn't mentioned that he has two kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I better mention my family. I, yeah. I do have an awesome wife and two <laughs> wicked kids that I, I'm really proud of actually. So I, I should make sure I mention that not just so I don't get in trouble, but, but cause I am yeah, really proud of them the too. Couch. Um, but you know, I, I, I think that just, for all three of us, I think that really emphasizes what we're about as well. It, it amplifies it. Once you've got that family and you see them growing and developing, it just reminds you how much more important that is too. Well, I think anyway, that's what, back to you, Lawrence. Well, no, I think, I think that's a good starting point because, you know, you know, one of the things, my, my daughter is now uh, almost three years old and uh, we just have a son uh, about nine weeks old at the moment. And, you know, that's one of the uh, turning points in my life. You know, I lived, uh, uh, it was an okay lifestyle in terms of, in, in terms of health. It was all right, uh, but it wasn't the best until I sort of got into chiropractic. And you you start to see, you know, the listeners here is that, you know, why is chiropractic with wellness? I think it's it, because it created a philosophy for me in, in terms of wellness and leading to a lot of things that uh, transform my views on health. But it was not really until when my daughter was born, I started to realize the impact on how important health is to families and to kids. And I really started to see the impact of what I do will affect the decisions that she makes in terms of her life. And I'm sure it's the same thing for you guys. And I think, you know, for our passions, we'll be spreading out. I, I know my mission is for the, for the wellness guys. And, and the reason why we're doing this is to not just impact you as the listeners who's listening to these podcasts right now, but to really affect and be the model in your family's lives. Because I believe that we need our children model us and what we do and what we, the things we say and the things we choose. And um, they're not going to learn from anybody else other than you. And uh, when they get to an age where they start learning from their friends and, and you know, te- when they hit the teenagers and learn from other influences like television and stuff, um, I think it's uh, we've lost them. And I think if we start early as a parent and, and start being a model, I think that's going to be a, a very critical starting point. And that's really sort of the beginnings of all of this uh, for me is to, to really create that mission. How about you guys? You, you, I imagine you guys would be the same thing, wouldn't it? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm absolutely inspired to see children change. Um, and it's amazing to watch children direct the traffic. Uh, you know, too often uh, parents with old habits um, and generations of old habits uh, determine, you know, whether it be spending habits, eating design, um, I suppose health habits, uh, exercise habits. You know, the parents actually determine and dictate those sorts of terms uh, primarily because the kids just think that that's just what you do. But you know, when when families can come together and decide upon healthy approaches to living and well-being, um, and they do that by engaging children and engaging, you know, the adults within the family, then I think you get actually a, a better, 
more holistic, well-rounded approach to living uh, well and obviously, you know, harnessing and harvesting longevity, which I think what most of us and certainly the, the listeners today will be looking for is longevity and wellness. And, and it has to start with the kids and the parents um, kind of need to be guided by the kids. Kids have more time in the day than the parents do uh, for whatever reasons. I think it's because we do everything else for the kids. But um, if the children say, Dad or Mum, I want to eat this way, then of course the parents are going to start to do that. Mum, Dad, I want to play sport. That's what we end up doing. Mum, Dad, I'd rather ride to the shop than drive to the shop. These are the sorts of wellness sorts of decisions that your kids will uh, help the parents uh, make. And if the parents are, are, are all for that and they can factor in time, then you're definitely going to live a more uh, well life. That's my feeling. Yeah, and I reckon you're dead right. And the, the fascinating thing about it is the fact that kids get it. You know, when you talk to kids about wellness stuff, and as Damo said earlier, wellness, when you boil it down, you know, it's actually really simple. You know, we've complicated things so much that we think that health has to be really hard. But in reality, it's about doing the really simple things well. And kids get that. You know, you, you explain that to a child and, and they're just like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, let's do that. And they, they don't have the same uh, barriers and preconceived ideas and thoughts around it that adults often have. Um, and because they live in the moment so much more, they're so much more aware of what they're doing and how it affects their body. And, you know, if they eat something and then they feel crappy the next day, if, if you point that out once to a kid, they're like, yeah, that makes sense. I get it. And they, and they change. Yeah. Um, you know, they don't have those old habits and those ingrained beliefs and, you know, that, that often adults have got that you have to undo and unwind. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's definitely a focus for us. Um, you know, I've, I've definitely found since I've had my family, you know, it's made me just so passionate to want to get out there and, and not just in terms of educating my child about what's going on, but even just in terms of educating his whole environment, you know, making, you know, I kind of, it, it sounds a bit grandiose, but I think of it as creating a healthy world for my child, you know, of getting out there and just really helping to, to shape that environment that he's going to grow up and live in. Because I think that's just so important. Yeah. And I think that the most important thing to people to listen to is too as well is like, I know that a lot of people see, you know, people as wellness experts and they expect that they're the perfect people. And uh, sometimes they find it all too hard to be that perfect. And I'll be the first one to admit that my family's not perfect. And I'm, and I'm sure everybody will agree that there is going to be true. Some... <laughs> no, I am not perfect. I announced that uh, right now. Um, it's, it, I think it's important to people to realize, the listeners especially, to know that uh, we're not perfect in our families. And um, we're going to talk about those. We're going to talk about our, our challenges, and so, which is exactly the same as yours. Um, but we just sometimes we just do things differently or we see things differently that may help you decide or make some decisions that will be right for your family. Don't you agree? Look, I agree wholeheartedly. And I think it's easy to perceive a health practitioner as having um, all their ducks in a row and making all the right decisions and, um, and, and not making any errors. And, of course, the reason why that could be the case is because often we've tried a whole lot of stuff and we've, we've arrived at a point or a place um, that we now feel comfortable with. But even then, even though we feel comfortable with it, uh, there's still things that as they come along we want to adapt and change and bring into our lifestyle and into our family um, so that we can have an even better experience. And so, you know, perhaps because we've been on a journey for a little bit longer, it's, uh, it might be perceived that we've got everything sorted and everything all good, but every family has their challenges and every person has their barriers. And, 
And because we've we've gone through that, uh, we're going to be able to share all that from both the, you know a family you know, parenting point of view, but also from a practitioner point of view. Uh, so we've got the the experience, you know, hands on experience, as well as the experience um, in practice, but then also the knowledge from all the reading that we do and the seminars we attend, and and also just the knowledge from our own personal journeys. You know, I know for me, um, you know, when I was sort of a, a younger guy. Yeah, you know, I wasn't terribly healthy. You know, I I didn't eat great food. Uh, I can remember working in a hardware store and having my lunch every single day being a pie, a pasty, a one point two five liter soft drink, and often a Mars bar as well. Um, so you know, I've certainly, <laughs> I've I've been on that same journey. You know, like as in we've started from there and gone through. So it's not just the journey w- with our families; it's our own personal journeys as well. Um, and I think that's the important thing to remember is that you know, health is a journey; it's not a destination. You know, yeah, it's yeah. it's something I, – I really like the Kaizen principle, which is a fancy Japanese word that just means small steps of continual and never-ending improvement, mm-hmm. you know, because there's always stuff you can change. There's always stuff you can improve on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just taking – you know, often we try and make these huge, grandiose changes all at once, whereas what it really needs to be is just little bite-sized chunks of, of continual improvement. Um, and I think that's sort of what we've got to offer is that – you know, we've sort of gone along that journey and as Damo said, maybe just a little bit further along that journey now where we have gradually made those different changes and sort of seen what worked and seen what didn't work both for us and with our clients to be able to say, okay, well then, you know, this is the kind of stuff that works and this is the kind of stuff that maybe doesn't work quite so well or, you know, this works for some people, for other people this works, you know. Um, just have a bit of an, an overview, a bird's eye view of, of the situation and what sort of steps you can take. And I think it's constantly changing as well. Like, I mean, just because we say one thing in this podcast, I can, you know, who's to say in a year's time we won't change our mind? And I think it's okay to change our mind because research are changing, research is coming out all the time and, and everything's changing in terms of health and well-being. We start to realize that certain foods are were thought to be good for us is no longer good for us. Um, you know, example is I remember Damien used to talk about rice bran oil. You know, seeing how great that was and now that, you know, that's found to be not true. So, you know, there's a lot of things I think we need to evolve as well. And that constant improvement that you're talking about, Brett, uh, that it's very important for us to realize that no matter where you are in your health journey and in the wellness journey is that you can always improve. And I'm always striving to, to improve. I mean, I, going back to, to, you know, since we're talking about our old past lives, uh, <laughs> I remember in high school, you know, I used to... Uh, uh, eat a bag of Doritos almost every day. You? Know? Yeah. yeah, me. Yeah, no. no. That was, uh, that was me. It. Every day, I used to save up the money and uh, used to eat a bag of Doritos every day, and that's uh, how unhealthy I was. And so I thought that was okay. But, you know, as a teenager, I think, you know, I believe that teenagers, you can you can handle that sort of thing in a way. You know, you, well, you don't, you know, you don't see the effect as you would as an adult. Yeah, um, you, you don't get the obvious effects. Yeah, you don't get the obvious as, as readily as, as you would as an adult. But, man, as a teenager, you can sort of take it on. But, you know, as you age through the years, you start to uh, realize that it starts to affect you a lot more. You can definitely feel it. And, um, you know, I know, Demo, you had a, a bit of a past as well, didn't you? Oh, no, I've been squeaky clean my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I grew up on breast milk. Um, I, I drank water, you know, all the time. Yeah. Uh, my square meals actually were square meals. So no, actually you're right, Lawrence. I, I have a bit of a jaded past with regards to food, nutrition, and well-being. You know, I was a pretty, you know, I was a very, very fit child. I certainly wasn't a healthy child. I had, you know, recurrent surgeries. I think by the time I was eleven, or I, was, I think I was, a, yeah, by the time I was thirteen, I'd been in hospital eleven times. And so, you know, I had a number of different surgeries. I had grommets. I had tonsils removed. I had so many antibiotics in my backside. It wasn't funny. Um, I had, you know. 
gastrointestinal surgery. I had all kinds of stuff and, you know, I was always a snotty kid. I was the kid who always got throat infections and ear infections, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, a lot of it was to do with diet and I'd been dropped on my head as a little kid, you know, and so I had some like... That explains a lot. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, but also I had, uh, I was clearly quite subluxated in my neck and, and so I had headaches and I had back pain and all those sorts of things. But I also, um, you know, whilst I understood that I needed to eat, you know, what was thought to be good food, which could have been, you know, the bread that were received or it could have been pasta or some of that. That's what I thought was good food. Um, I didn't really learn much. Or at least what I could have learned, I didn't learn from a mum. And when I went out to live by myself at the ripe old age of 18, I, you know, I really abused my body. My square meals were literally square meals. It would be a burger in a box or a pizza in a box or a, a fried chicken, deep fried chicken in a box. Um, and I, I did days. that most days. And, and then actually and then when I, when I was paying for my university because I decided that I didn't want to live on um, you know, the Australian government uh, system, so I decided that I was going to go and get a job and I only had to study for 12 hours a week. That was what I, I believed, um, which meant that I turned up to class, which isn't a really good way to pass accounting. <laughs> Probably the reason why I did two and a half years of first year accounting. But I, uh, I then, I, I, while I was working in Maya, I used to work in Maya as a department store and I was the, the back, back store guy. I was the store guy who used to unpack the shelves. And I'd lift 60 kilogram televisions above my head and I wonder why my, uh, my back was sore. And I was, you know, probably 18 or 19, so my muscle formation was good, it was strong, but I wasn't eating really good food. And so, for, you know, my morning tea break would be a Pepsi Max with a strawberry donut. And, uh, and then if, but if, I, if I felt like a change, I might not have had a, a Pepsi Max, I might have had a strawberry milkshake. Um, and then I'd have, you <laughs> nice. know, calcium, Sim calcium. Sims or I'd have a pie or I'd have a hot dog or I'd have a big pasta, you know, usually the pasta carbonara or, a, you know, it was... I just ate bad food. The strawberry milkshake, that had fruit in it, right? Like, that, was, that was a healthy option. <laughs> yeah, like... Back in the day. Zero, one percent or something like that. Like, it was so bad for me. And, um, and so you know, eventually I got pretty crook. So it, it actually took me a, a little bit of time. It actually took my mum to convince me that I should go see somebody to get some help, and I, I did. And it was, that was my turnaround point. But it wasn't until about 1994, 1995 that I started to have a bit of a turnaround. Um, and by that time, I'm 20-something years into my life, and... I've done a bit of damage, and so now I'm thirty something, and uh, <laughs> and and I'm and I've I've you know I've turned my life around. I'm very very healthy these days. I eat very well. I exercise, um, and I have a lot more energy. So you you, you can turn your life around. It it just depends on how much damage you, you've done in the past as to how quickly you can turn things around. But you know, Brett, you would know and. Brett's recently in the last few years changed his diet around to be very significantly skewed in a particular direction, which I, I really like what Brett's doing. And Lawrence, you've changed your diet around recently uh, to implement more protein into your lifestyle, and you've noticed that, that change. I mean, you were a vegetarian, you did very well with your diet, and now you've started to bring in more protein. So you can actually feel those benefits. So it, it's never too late to change. No, never. definitely not. And I think people often underestimate the ability of your body to change and to heal. Um, you know, your, your body is just phenomenal. And, and what it can do if you give it a chance, if you put it in that right environment, um, you know, even as a practitioner, even as someone who's seen it before, I still get blown away. Like I see these changes happen in people and you just go, wow, like that body is unreal. It's amazing what it can do. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's just, you know, changing one thing in someone's diet can literally change their life and, uh, and it doesn't take very long. 
And uh, if regulation allowed us to, to give us testimonies, we would. But since we can't, uh, we won't, can't, won't go into specifics. <laughs> uh, but I, I think, you know, let's, let's talk about wellness, right? You know, we're going to be discussing over these weeks uh, on wellness on various topics. And I think this is uh, going to be very, very interesting for everybody. And we're going to be, this is just an introduction. Uh, just to also, you know, that we're all in different parts of the, uh, of the country in Australia. Um, I'm in Perth and um, Damien's in Melbourne and uh, Brett is in Adelaide. So sometimes the... You know, you we're, you might hear the audio be a bit, bit bit off, but you know, just realize that we're also in different parts. We're not in the same room in a studio. Uh, but I think we also need to understand what wellness is. Uh, so what? Let's let's talk about wellness, guys. What what are what is your opinion on what wellness is? So that, because people hear the word wellness all the time now. You know, it's it's sort of a buzzword. It's been going around the United States and the Canada for for you know a long time. It's definitely hit Australia in the last sort of few years. What is wellness though? I think people still get confused with Yeah, well, wellness. I think that's because if you listen to the media, wellness is all sorts of different stuff. Like you hear all these ads now and like, you know, there, there are ads on TV for, for medications talking about wellness. You know, yeah, that's there, right. are, there are like every different product, every different company is just like chucking this wellness word in there because um, it's kind of like the latest marketing buzzword. Um, but really, wellness is about, uh, for me, wellness is about performance. You know, it's about actually getting your body so that it's healthy, so that it's performing as it should, um, so that it can do what it should do. And, you know, people often think that, you know, it's about this, you know, outrageously good performance. It's about, you know, the, the rare, you know, way out there. But reality, it's just about, it's just normal. You know, when your body is doing what it should be doing, it's normal and it's remarkable. And so it's about just creating that environment that your body can thrive, you know, um, it's about looking at what sort of foods you're eating. It's about your exercise. It's about the sort of thoughts you're thinking and, and creating that environment that's just perfectly suited to your body um, to allow your body to thrive. And when your body's thriving, you know, it, it has an impact on everything. It impacts on your energy levels. It impacts on your immune system. It impacts on your, um, you know, your family life, your work life, your social life. You know, it just it allows you to do and enjoy all of those things you love doing in your life. Um, and I think that for me is what wellness is about. It's about being able to do what I love doing with energy and vitality and, and just loving life. I like it. I like it. Um, wellness for me, mate, is oh, Lawrence, mate, buddy, pal, mate. chum. Uh, you know, wellness for me is, is much about uh, obviously what, what Brett was saying with creating and making decisions. Uh, but it is certainly the conversations, the things that uh, I surround myself with. Uh, the people that I surround myself with—that's very much in line with uh, with wellness philosophy. I, I think that you know it's very difficult to swim against the tide, swim against the current. And I like my life to be easy. Um, I don't like it to have challenge. Um, but where it does have challenge, I tend to run from it. I don't like challenge, um, and primarily because I just like to go through life um, and. and and thrive, I like to thrive. And so in thriving, I think it's good to surround yourself with people who are going to help you thrive. So if, for example, you've got a, a circle of friends that um, maybe maybe they're smoking, maybe they're drinking um, excessively, um, maybe they're eating really bad food all the time and they encourage you to behave in the same way and that feels like it's outside of your integrity, um, for me, the decision has been that I don't tend to hang out with those people as much anymore. I still do, and I'll still keep in touch with them, but I won't spend large amounts of time with people that are outside of my value system. And so I'm very clear on my values because that's what shapes my wellness. And my wellness is such that I do certain things with um, with my choice of, of medicines. You know, I, I choose not to use pharmaceutical medicines 
for a reason. I choose not to have surgery, um, certainly where I can avoid it. If I have an accident or there's something serious that's got to be done, then I'll, I'll use the mainstream medical system. But I tend to em- employ the services of an acupuncturist. Um, I use herbal medicine and nutritional medicine. Um, I use chiropractic care. Um, I love getting massages. I have a personal trainer, so you know I like to exercise. Um, those sorts of things for me are wellness. I choose to eat organic food where I can. Um, I choose not to eat a whole lot of grain. There's, there's a, a number of things that I do that uh, in, help me shape my wellness journey. And everybody's wellness journey will be different. And some people actually are more, uh, I suppose, um, I don't, don't, don't think the word certain, but I think they're, they're definitely more hardcore. You could use the word. They're hardcore in their approach to wellness. And, and maybe they do things even more seriously than what I do and take themselves even more seriously uh, with the wellness message than what I do. And that's totally fine. I'm not saying that they're too extreme or I'm not you know, up to their standards. My wellness journey, which is your wellness journey, is absolutely totally unique. And that's because we're all individuals and we'll have our own experience in the world. Yeah, I, think, I reckon that's a really good point about the resources you surround yourself with because it's not just about the resources you surround yourself in terms of people or practitioners either. You know, it's like it's what you choose to read. You know, it's what you choose to watch on TV. It's, um, you know, the sort of resources and information you put around yourself, you know, what sort of stuff you've got in your fruit bowl even, you know. It, it's that surrounding yourself with an environment that's really conducive to make wellness easy that's really important too. Yeah, you know, I think wellness is a lifestyle is what you guys are getting at. Because lifestyle, it, most people think, think of wellness as just food or, you know, whether you take drugs or not. And I think it's more than that. It's, it's, it's about, uh, it's also about family. You know, it's about, you know, you, who your friends and families and, and how your relationship with your wife is. And how is your relationship with your kids? Um, wellness is also the relationship with your friends and your social circle. Um, and, you know, so for some people also, too, the, your spiritual values. And uh, also regards to wellness is not just about food. It's about your, I believe, about your financial stability, also your wellness in your um, career and your satisfaction and passion in your job and your life. Because I, I believe if you love your job so much and, and it doesn't become work anymore, you know, I know that I don't really work per se because it's not really a job to me. It's just me just being at a place where I can serve. And I think that's all part of the wellness lifestyle. And I think if you can create a lifestyle around you and constantly create that balance. And it's when people say balance, I think they get this misconception that you have to have everything in, in order, but I think that's the wrong way to look at it. I, I see it as a, 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 you know, those, you know, have you guys seen those spinning plates like in the circus or, you know, the people do those, those plates with these plate spinners. I think well, this yep. is like that. It's, you know, you might have seven different areas in your life, whether it be career, uh, finances, your food, nutrition, your exercise, your family, your life, and all that stuff. And I think each one of those represents a plate. And you're you're constantly spinning. But you know, as a plate spinner, you you know that you can only spin. You start off with one plate, you spin that, you start with the second plate, and you start the third. You kind of have to go back to the first one and start spinning that one again. And then yeah. you might start the fourth. You got to go back to number two. You start the fifth. You got to go back to three, and then go back to one again. So balance, in a say, it would never happen. But it's a dynamic balance. You know, yeah. and, and I reckon that's a really good point, Lawrence, because I reckon a lot of people think about wellness and they have kind of one particular bent towards it where, you know, they might be like an exercise guy, you know, so they're like, wellness, it's just all about exercise. You know, you've got to do the right sort of exercise and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And then you have someone else who has like a real foodie bent and they're like, no, no, it's all about what you eat. You know, so you've got to eat the right stuff and, you know, it doesn't matter what else you do, you just eat the right stuff or, mm. you know, and other people are like, no, no, it's all about how you think. You know, if you think right, it doesn't matter. Mm. You know, just, just get your, whereas they've got to understand that it's all of those things. Yeah, and I think this is what the, the, the what we can um, 
do for our clients is that here in the wellness the guys here is that we have three different perspectives. You know, we have our all our unique ideas and information, and sometimes we'll agree, and sometimes we won't, and that's okay because I think it's that information is going to be spread to to you guys who's listening to these podcasts, and you can take what you can learn from them and say, yeah, that that fits me, that suits my lifestyle, that suits my philosophy, and that suits my values, and I'm going to go with that. But I think you know, all of us giving our ideas together will really create that uh, synergy and also create some great information for people to learn from. Definitely. Absolutely. So I think that's a good intro. I think that's a good intro and a good start to kind of get you guys to have a feel for who we are because we've got some exciting stuff planned for the next, you know, next few weeks and months and years uh, as these podcasts continue. It's going to be a weekly podcast. What do you think about that? Do, you, do we, How do you think uh, that this is going so far? Got a good yeah, intro I'm with us? I'm looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it. It's going to be so much fun. And, uh, and I think it's really important to remember we want everyone to be really interactive. Um, so, you know, we're going to have a comment section down below here. Um, so we want people to tell us, you know, what do you think? What do you, what do you think of how, how it's all sounding so far? What sort of stuff would you like to hear? Um, you know, what are you really interested in that you'd like to hear our perspective on? Because that, that'll make it really fun if we make it really interactive. And spread the word. Spread, tell everybody. So there's two ways you can listen to us. Uh, you can go to our website, thewellnessguys.com, or you can uh, download on iTunes and uh, receive these podcasts on a weekly basis and so you should be able to just download right onto your mp3 player or your ipod or your iphone and you can listen to it uh, while you go to work might as well choose what you listen to that's going to inspire you and and also impact your life rather than to uh, just listening to music that's it yeah so we got something special coming up in the next episode guys we're gonna be talking about the food pyramid give, <laughs> well, give them a food taste right now it's, food it's plates. changed it's changing there's, there's a new direction after 100 years it's finally changing Hundred years. It's amazing. Wow. Who'd have thunk it, hey? Yeah, who'd have thunk it? It's uh it's gonna be pretty interesting stuff. So uh stay tuned for next week's episode. I'm Dr. Lawrence. I'm Dr. Damien. I'm Dr. Brent. And spread the word on the wellness guys. Take care. See you guys. See ya.